Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And welcome to the Smackdown Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by another one of the bloody Dudley boys, mm. Michael Hamlet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Mm, again. Uh, that's happening all the time now as well. That's, this is not like a novelty thing. Yeah. Well, like, it's not happening today. It's literally yeah. not happening today, but it's happening every other day now. Because we do daily wrestling we podcast handbook where we review uh, not just front now, but men now. Oh! Oh, God. Sorry, everybody's headphones. We're, we're going we're to explain it in a second why I've just ruined you. <laughs> Earbuds and indeed eardrums. Sorry. <laughs> right. uh, I'll measure that better on the collision one, sorry. Uh, pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a quiz, of course, on wrestling. I'm obsessed with that waveform. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. Right. Weird day. A few apologies to get in. This is obviously going up a little bit later than usual. Yep. Um, and normally I'd be hyping everyone up about a live video podcast coming your way later on today, the first ever live wrestle culture. That's not taking place. Um, and also, if you think this sounds a little bit weird, I'll get into that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, unfortunately, due to unforeseen building maintenance at What Culture Towers, mm-hmm. uh, we aren't going to be doing a live wrestle culture today. Wrestle culture is still going to go out as an audio podcast. The OGs are going to be absolutely fine. Yep. But, yeah, no video podcast day. Hopefully, normal service will resume next week. And as a result also of that building maintenance, we are not uh, recording this podcast in the office. But thankfully, we're also not recording it on Google Meets. No, thank Christ. Although it's been great during the pandemic and all that, thanks for that. But we have quite possibly... A better space to record this than our amazing studio at What Culture. We've gone from studio to studio apartment. Indeed. And if anything, I'm too comfortable. Like, we're on a sofa right now, which is an unusual thing for us, but I feel like we're going to be one of them where, uh, bent with a pest. Yeah. Like podcast arseholes, where we just gradually sit back, like... Say like, something controversial just for the sake of getting clicks. Yeah, I've moved away from the microphone. Oh. So I don't even know how loud I am at this point. Nearly knocked it off the desk, actually. <laughs> but I feel like I'm one of Logan Paul's guests all of a sudden. Oh, it's yeah. It's just a bit like, yeah, probably, um, probably shut up shop if you're a woman. You've had, your, <laughs> you've had your five minutes. Yep, I'm uh, straight white male. Things are going pretty well for me lately. <laughs> we new, have like, it hard, though. Buy my new drink, but yeah, times are tough. Probably like box. I think I might box now. Yeah, the boxing feels quite easy. Fight Matt Reigns on YouTube, maybe, from uh, from Not Too Busy. Um, but we are, yeah, like I said, not in the what culture office. We're not even in either of our homes. No. We're in a better place than that. Yeah. Adam Nicholas's house. Chez Nicholas. A fine residence. 
If there ever was one. Oh, beautiful. We're looking out over the, the Tyne. Yes, God. We're back recording on the banks of the Tyne for the first time since we moved from our yeah. old office to our new one. Uh, which is ironic because we left that office midway through the pandemic. I remember. And there was kind of a pandemic vibe about this, other than the fact we're at least we're not on a video. Yeah. That's quite nice, isn't it? Maybe we should have done this on video all along. Maybe we should just, one of us holds our phone. Like we've got, your laptop is currently like sort of haunched diagonally where we're using the microphone where again I want to apologise for me getting overexcited with the oh because I've seen the waveforms yeah. and this and that and I misread it like maybe we should have just like oh, hi guys you know the gorilla ones where it's done like a selfie yeah. stick make YouTube shorts for like that. there's that Radiohead song wasn't there where they just shoved a load of bike helmets on and uh... yes the, the train guy now oh yeah what's he gets mad numbers doesn't he but then sort of Smackdown. So I guess we're covering the right content. Nice. Yeah, having that. Uh, well, it's a big Smackdown tonight uh-huh. for a variety of different reasons. It's the season premiere. I never know what that means. Yeah, it's... It, it, what, it's the show never ends. Sweeps week? Is that what it is? Is it? Like, is every, well, every other show has a season season premiere. Is Raw's next week then, I assume? Yes, NXT's had its one. Smackdown's is this week. Raw's is whenever. And like the Big Bang Theory probably still has one even now. Ugh. Like, is that, I, don't, I don't know if that show's over, but I'm assuming based on... Like, so I tell you right now, it's not over in the Wilborn household. Yeah, but like based on AEW's numbers, they probably want to keep it around as a lead-in. <laughs> Sorry, I, we're, doing, yeah, we're doing a bit. So. Yeah, we're we'll, we'll talk about that on the collision one. <laughs> because due to all the faffing about, unfortunately, Sidgwick's off today. Sorry, everyone. So you stuck with us two for collision a little bit later. Don't don't say this on this one, people. You know how it goes. Yeah. I'm buzzing for that collision main event, by the way. We'll get to that then. But yeah. It's going to uh, kick ass. But lots to look forward to on tonight's Smackdown. Uh, most importantly of all, the return of my tribal chief. Acknowledge you. <laughs> we're sat on a sofa, putting our fingers in the air, like stupid little marks. Yeah. So, I. He's back, and uh, considering what happened at Fastlane, he's probably quite pissed off. It's great, this. It's really great. So, you've had Paul Heyman's hair magically go grey. Paul Grayman, more like. How'd that go, by the way? Um, probably about as well as Aesop get the fables. So, the biggest screw job in wrestling outside Absolutely. of Montreal. Then, yeah. People should be paying for my tweets. <laughs> um, aye, Paul Heyman's been going great. I love how it's not gradual. He's just stopped dying his hair. Yeah. Um, he's still on a recruitment drive, obviously, as we saw with uh, Bron Breaker. And I don't know if you picked this up, <laughs> those that watched NXT, but the uh, the backstage scene with uh, Ava. Who? Yes, she hasn't got a surname. She's Rock's daughter. Just That's Ava. The one. Um, and I, Jimmy, you saw losing. You have... Uh, t- Charmed me a little bit on Clown Jimmy Uso these oh, last yeah. few weeks. It's it's kind of started to make sense to me. And the loss at Fastlane has put them in a good position, I think. Uh, we all get to be excited to watch Roman Reigns make his return. Like, we eagerly await the bollocking that Jimmy Uso oh. is going to get the consequences of his actions. I think we're headed to Jimmy and Solo versus Cody and Jay. I think that's what happens tonight. Roman, you think, is going to deck him. He's going to leave him laying. And then, he, you know, when like Solo would typically do the... Um, do the spike after a tribal mm-hmm. court it's going to be flipped Solo's going to want to do it because he's kind of been sick of Jimmy all month and then Roman's going to go Solo stop mm. what? what are we doing what are we doing here it's fine it's fine arm round Jimmy nearly a headlock but not quite <laughs> just go get me the belts back and yeah. we're good just go get me the belts teach brother a lesson put that other guy forget his name Some, he was talking about a story on Wrestlemania I'll finish that <laughs> get the belts back and everything's cool and he's basically pitting brother against brother and that's like that's where it heads this is a directive mm. it's not a suggestion it's a directive from Roman Reigns to go and get the belts back yeah because of course Cody has tweeted this week a great raw historic NXT and no better way to close out the week than with a visit for the season premiere of Smackdown open challenge what say you I also reali- I realised as he tweeted this 
that is, J- is Jay Uso's Twitter at WWE Uso's. What's they share it? I, this is what I'm wondering. <laughs> because so, so Jimmy's read it. It was like, oh, cool, I'm a champion again. I also did like uh, Vladimir Kozlov showing up on Impact. And they were like, what's at WWE Kozlov doing here? He hasn't been there for, tw- uh, what was it, 12 years? I admire him keeping that uh, Twitter handle, though. Yeah. Can we just change hours? I just fed Hamlet. <laughs> Not like because I can't eat loads of crisps, because I like WWE. I was going to say, I'll be, I'll be well-fed Wilbur. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're doing an open challenge for the tag team titles. And as much as... You could easily see uh, A-Town and Dan Ander, with how great mm. they've been, and their fantastic, unique entrance, um, being an easy fodder for this. I think WWE recently have just gone, yeah, you know that big match? Bollocks, just do it. Like, they did the Zayn and Owens one straight out of the gate. Yeah, we've got the Judgment Day rematch. Well, is it? Yeah, I suppose. But the Judgment Day rematch on Raw. Of course. On Monday, so that kind of renders this one... Po- like, this is going to be a squash win, isn't it? It's an opportunity for the... Uh, the live crowd to get Cody and Jay. I don't expect them to lose. Who have we got? Because no, I, I thought that's what you meant. I thought Solo and Jimmy tonight. Oh, I see. Oh, maybe, maybe, yeah. Or maybe they set something up for Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel's going to need the token big stuff. Like there's the well, the rumor of the Roman Reigns matches. You could do. You could throw uh, Roman into the tag match and say, Jimmy, it's going to be me and you, <laughs> me and you, Jimmy. Don't let me down against Jay and Cody, and then that gives you the first. Oh my god! Gives you the first my buttons. I'm, I'm, I'm muscle memory there. There's your first glimpse of the two big WrestleMania matches before they split them all off again. Yeah, even that. But then I guess see if you know you can't book that now because that pretty much foreshadows the Raw main event, doesn't it? Like mm. the Bloodline and the Judgment Day are on terms. So right now, Roman's got to be wanting the Judgment Day to win. Like Paul Heyman got that. Union with Rhea Ripley authorised last week. You assume that was authorised by Roman Reigns. Oh my God, is Roman Reigns going to win it right with Rhea Ripley tonight on SmackDown? Oh my God. There we go. Really excited about this though. Um, yeah, it, it's complicated, like you say, because they've already pre-advertised the next title match. Yeah. They're doing an open challenge on here. So yeah, maybe they do, do actually just do ten Dan Ander and they get prevented from winning. Also by the fact that Cody and Jay are awesome, but maybe mm. they get prevented from cheating to win by the new unlikely duo of... And God, this what's it going to be like for the mic here? I'm going to pull something. Yeah. Dragon Lee and... <laughs> that, you've measured that for the benefit of our listeners, but that kind of reflects how it's gone on the main roster, doesn't it? You, yeah. If you were like shooting to the moon as you used to, I mean, you were shooting in a lot of directions and like Cameron Grimes was over in NXT, but if you were shooting to the moon like he was then uh, you'd have basically blown out all of our listeners ears mm-hmm. it's not gone great has it this is like the first point they're he doing he started off great yeah only like 10 seconds didn't he he did 5 yeah. seconds or had something that, had that 2 week run was that against Corbin was yeah. it and he sent off on his downward spiral oh, this is this, it, like it's the start of something because he didn't really do anything in the first place and yet it feels like a restart doesn't it mm. it feels like they've had to do this to repair something for him we'll see Dragon Lee and Cameron Grimes uh, are like but Austin Theory and Grayson Waller to lose is, is good stuff. Like, Grayson Waller and Austin Theory are two characters that if they were to lose to Jay and Cody tonight, would argue to Lil Blue in the face next week that they were cheated mm. and talk themselves into a title rematch in six months' time. Yeah. You know, like those kind of heels, aren't they? It says, yeah, they uh, those um, Johnny Come Fridays turned up on our show. Like, we had no time to prepare. Da, 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 and like, it's an open challenge. How could we have possibly had more than a day to prepare? Yeah. Cody, if you had any guts, you'd treat on the Monday rather than the Friday. <laughs> it's really easy to spin for heels like that. And it's a, a coming together of these, like, Austin theories. Like, he's not a main character, but he's been around long enough to sort of feel like one now. Yeah. So I could see that, yeah. 
I also like the idea of actually on this show Roman going get the tag titles tonight and Jimmy pissing about so much that some other team gets there before him. Oh, that would be tremendous, wouldn't it? Yeah, like he's all he's trying to do is like something dumb. He's bullying people backstage again. Yeah, he's just knocking around like whoever's like some mid cards that he can beat up. Whereas in the meantime, you just you know Triple H love that background detail, but in a backstage segment, you got Jimmy Uso like bullying some stagehand. Hey, whatever you do, like keep guard because as soon as Adam Pearce is out of his office, I want a word with him. And then in the background, you just see like another ta- like Dragon Lee and Cameron Grimes just walk in Adam Pearce's <laughs> office and come out with a big no 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 cartoon sized contract. And Jimmy Uso is like, not tonight. He thinks he's playing guard or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, sticking with tag team stuff. We obviously had the uh, well trios uh, thing at the Pape, yeah, at Fast Lane. Bobby Lashley in the Street Profits, unfortunately losing, mm-hmm. but I, I'm willing to allow that to let this story play out because they are going to be an awesome, badass trio for me. And in their defence, who could prepare for Carlito? Yeah, um, he's on the SmackDown Superstars page, I believe. Yeah. Lovely little render. I bet. Well, he's got a lovely little body right now. He doesn't need any uh, of their usual trickery. I'd eat more apples. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is probably going to continue, but I'm not sure that it should. I think the LWO getting that win was to serve the LWO, and the task now needs to be to decide what the hell you're doing with Lashley and the Street Profits. What's going on here? Like the Lashley recruited them. Yeah, hey, your class. They lost a couple of matches. Hey, you suck. Street Profits are like, all right, we'll actually commit to this turn. Commit to the turn. Still lose. Lash is like, man, you suck more than ever. Like, already it kind of feels like he's... He, every stable gets... Every heel stable gets a leader that gaslights its members. That's apparently what we know now. Bloodline, Imperium, Bobby Lash in the Street Profits. <laughs> it's this thing right now. I don't like it, particularly with these. Um, I don't know... I don't, I don't know that it's helping the Street Profits because the last thing you want is to sort of have them turn find that that fails and then basically ask for support again because mm. then they kind of shouldn't have turned in the first place I think the way you do this is singles matches between the variety of different people mm-hmm. with like you don't want to beat Carlito and we know what's happening or what we'd like to see happen with Santos Escobar yeah. so Lashley Escobar and he slowly encourages Street Profits just, just cheat yeah. just cheat I know look at the size of me I don't really need you to cheat but just cheat and then le- next week you have Montez Ford versus Rey Mysterio. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Long term, uh, I don't know whether you factor in the US title or not, because basically, long term, I want Santos Escobar to lose the trios match for the LWO. And uh, Ray's busy checking on it. Maybe Ray's checking on an injured Carlito who's tweaked his knee doing the backstabber or something. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm fed up with you picking other people and being like, I- I'm the lead of the NW. Get up on these shoulders, you prick. <laughs> I broke my back for you and it looks like you have broken yours. Let me pick you up unnaturally with my head between your legs. Well, yeah, what, if, what if we've got this wrong uh-huh. and instead of uh, him putting up Ramsey on his shoulders in an electric chair and him, something we've called from day one. Mm-hmm. When I say day one, I mean WrestleMania 35. Yeah, we've been in front of this for quite a while. What if Carlito puts Ray on his shoulders yep. and... Wacky Wild and uh, what a bump that was last week, by the way. Yeah, oh I've not my mentioned God. it in enough podcasts. Wacky Wild and Cruz del Toro simultaneously chop block uh, Carlito, who collapses to his knees, mm-hmm. and Santos backstabbers a Rey Mysterio, who's on Carlito's shoulders. Thoughts? Perfect. 
no notes. Uh, Wilborn, yet again, you have crafted uh, pro wrestling beauty from pro wrestling violence. I mean. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right, let's talk uh, Fallout from Fastlane. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you've got to do stuff with John Cena. He's sticking around till the end of October. Right, yeah. The writer strike's finished, but the actor's strike hasn't. Is that right? Ah, uh, that's what I saw. Cena was very um, upfront, wasn't he, in the uh, press conference. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, when the strike's over, I'm going back. That's, that's what this is about. Um, but the rumours were that he was going to fight Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel. They were then dispelled. And that's probably for the best, I think, because, yeah. like, truthfully, and this is, you know, like a compliment to the presentation of Roman Reigns, Cena would just feel overmatched, wouldn't he, in mm. the spot. Um, although I can't see... What... Cena solo? Yeah, possibly. I'd seen a... Um, I'd seen some uh, suggestions that that be held off till Royal Rumble season because of the Umaga. Uh, nice, yeah. You know, like the that very memorable Rumble match. But I think you do it. I think you do Cena solo. I think it keeps Cena in the Bloodlines crosshairs. It certainly, you know what? Yes, because it certainly makes sense then why you would have Roman and Jimmy as a tag team. Yeah, Roman dragging Jimmy to force to beat up his brother at Crown Jewel in a tag title match against Cody and Jay. To give you the teasers of the WrestleMania singles matches, uh, I think that's I think that's the play. Like, what if a Jimmy super kick on Roman by mistake leads to Cody getting the crossroads and getting the pin on Roman Reigns, and then he's like, "Look, I can do it, and I will beat you again next April." Or you know, like the this big thing Roman's had taken that pin now. Yeah, you can you can be a bit more flexible with that unbeaten run when you're putting them in tag matches. I like the idea of, of them winning, Cody and Jay winning at say Crown Jewel, and Roman being like. Well, congratulations, you won, you beat me, and you won a title, but unfortunately you're never getting anywhere near this again, especially with you stranded over on Raw, and that's when they pull the... Um, I've mentioned this before, yeah. but there was a certain trade spot opened up with Jay coming over to Monday Night Raw, and, well, it's me. <laughs> I think you know the guy, yeah. and he doesn't pull off any masks, it's, it's me. <laughs> it just spins round. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, and I, I'm intrigued to see what they do next with LA Knight. Yeah. Because, uh, well, he's over like Rover, isn't he? I love this. I love LA Knight having nothing obvious to do, but not needing to because he now should have the quiet attention of Roman Reigns. Um, I would like them to slow play this. I really would. LA Knight, is the, we talked about this on another podcast available on the feed and indeed on YouTube, wherever you get them, about how, I think it was the Q&A one, where everybody, including Cody Rhodes, hypothetically could just be forced to be like, all right, Roman, I acknowledge you. LA Knight doesn't, huh? and nor should he. He took a long time to even sort of shake John Cena's hand. There is this character that pays... Pays respect, no respect. Yes. he's a, He believes he's above that kind of um, bootlicking, and I don't think you need to put him into a big feud right now with a bloodline, but he's interacted enough with them that Roman Reigns knows who he is. Mm. That's, that's even on the island relevancy, even windmilling, he knows who LA Knight is, and he's going to hear those chants and all that kind of stuff, and gradually it's going to eat away at him a bit that somebody doesn't respect the tribal chief in the way they should. We, uh, we saw, obviously, Taker given the rub to uh, <laughs> Bron Breaker and Mello his yeah. other best mate uh, I on, love you two guys don't ask me your names but I think you're a hell of a hand <laughs> on, on NXT what if LA Knight's next move because like you said we're just we're killing time to get to war games <laughs> we've got a crown jewel we have to do it boatloads of money and all that mm. uh, not good stuff but you know um, and yeah I like the LA Knight booking I, by the way on the news today I asked the question that you answered yesterday because I had no idea you know <laughs> Oh, the <laughs> LA Night Rumble yeah. Gunther thing. We've talked about it for weeks on SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, that feels like the move. Yeah, so why not? With a bit more Taker synergy, mm. LA Night wins the Piss Trophy. Love it. Yes, the, excuse me. Excuse me, the prestigious two-week trophy. Was it Styles and Taker that fought over that? Yeah, because uh, Styles like, was going through some sort of gauntlet and then you just saw The Undertaker's... Well, With all the big me. names, our truth. Yeah, you know excuse that. me. Quote The Undertaker's boots stood over Gallows and Anderson that had been felled mysteriously backstage. That they were definitely in Saudi Arabia and weren't in America, yeah. having filmed the spot several weeks ago. What a life um, they're living. You know, when The Undertaker was on NXT and he said to Braun Strowman, uh, not Braun Strowman, he said to Braun Breaker, uh, your, uh, your uncle was good and your, your dad was good and you know you could be even better at that. Do you think when he got backstage, he was like, this is Uncle and Dad? <laughs> Just while we're asking. Tell me more about this Breaker family. <laughs> um, in terms of the women's title, it mm-hmm. quite rightly remains around EO Sky's waist. Yeah. Um, there was a well, a visual win for one. <laughs> but does she moan about getting another sh- shot, single shot? Is it a day of the weekend and why? Like the I like the fact that that Bailey actually genuinely worked for EO Sky on this. Yeah, damage show. damage guitar are fine again. I don't like this. I'm sorry. Oh. I don't like this. What are we doing? Like what are they you know, are they like more together than ever? Is Bailey a crux I don't I don't know what we're supposed to think of this group. I'd like to see I, I don't know who this person is, but I would like to see somebody completely removed from the rotation of Charlotte and Asuka and even Bianca Belair although she should be probably like lingering and coming back sooner or later there must be somebody um, that can sort of be separated from all of these people that just wants to challenge EOS guy that you can actually tell a story with Jade Cargill? Yes like of course like Jade Cargill slots into any storyline um, 
I just I don't know how you get out of this funk. Io Sky is not having a bad title reign. She's just not having a great one. I thought like, the match was sensational. It was superb, but like the thing was, it was an over delivery. Like, why are we talking about it in those terms? Why are we? It was the NXT of... thing that we talked about, and recently AEW yeah. thing. No builds, but great match because there's three incredibly talented people involved. In the it. wrestlers will kind of get you over the line. Yeah. I don't really want to see that from the Io Sky title reign, and I don't know if it's just the, you know, like systemic. We'll call it what it is, like racism, that where they don't like. To, uh, give Japanese wrestlers much promo time because mm. they worry that it, there'll be a disconnect. There isn't, but I I just I'd like to see a story told. And the only one that was happening was the damage guitar one. Mm. And by rights, uh, Eo Sky should be more grateful to Bailey than ever. Mm. And this match came about because she was like, "No, Bailey, what are you doing?" <laughs> so I just I don't know where we stand with any of this. I think, as much as I'm not a fan of seeing it happen again, it's a Saudi show. They're not going to give much in terms of women's matches at that anyway, mm. even though they put on some great stuff over there. Yeah. Do you remember one with Bailey where she like utilised the T-shirt? Yeah, that the was rose plant on. unique at least, yeah. I can't remember who that was she was facing. Was it Lacey Evans or so Naomi maybe? Or, maybe. Yeah. It might have been Naomi, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think just run it with Charlotte Flair and Yo Sky. It's just a big singles us, match, yeah. To get us a Survivor Series so we can do War Games and debut... Jay Cargill is an in-ring competitor. Possibly. I was saying this on the news yesterday. Nia Jax bringing a bit of chaos to Raw has at least... They might have looked into a War Games match there. Because you can arm the sides with enough... Like Damage Katarl and Nia Jax versus... And Rhea or something versus Five Babyfaces. Mm. And Jade being the difference maker. I'll have a look at that. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a great deal of story there, but I'll have a look at it. Yeah. Like, it's... Maybe you can bring Kyrie Sane back as well there. Yeah, she's due back, isn't she? So, Kyrie Sane... There's the answer, by the way. I was asking for somebody yeah. brand new to just drop in that is unrelated to any of these like figures that you feel like you've seen too much of. Kari Sane's a hell of a shout. Mm. There's like again, maybe that's like too ambitious for something like Crown Jewel, but there's a there's a story to be told. I said there was big things on this season premiere, mm-hmm. and uh, the return of an absolute legend. Sorry, legends mm-hmm. on this show. Not before we get to Triple H. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty daily about yes, boy. Yes, boy. Um, they're taking on the brawling brutes because, of course, they are mm-hmm. history there. Yeah. Um, I think the vignettes have been so, so good of the oh, rehabilitation yeah. of uh, Elton Strong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's, he's been fine for weeks probably, and the brawling brutes sans Sheamus mm-hmm. should get beat. Working here after the pub fight, of good course. Good point. Yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. They could be selling the injuries from the pub fight. Do you know right? I know at the moment, obviously a lot, especially this week, there's been a lot of WWE versus AEW discourse again because of the Tuesday Night War. Because <laughs> the Tuesday Night War. Um, I don't know if this is either that double standards thing that people talk about where it's like, look, these are just held to different quality bars and it's not particularly fair on AEW or there's this sense that, huh, it's okay to do something there but it's not okay to do something there. I don't know if this is an example of that, but I haven't seen any criticism of the pretty deadly recovery videos compared to what I've seen for the Adam Cole Roderick Strong stuff of late you know, they the, got better but yeah they do have better like I know the worm has turned a bit on Cole MJF but what is it about those pretty deadly ones that makes them more I don't know like more of a welcome presence on TV what is it they're funny yeah alright yeah that's they're entertaining two, that's, that's, that's three things but, but other than them being banter, funny and entertaining. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, oh, you're right, you've, you've explained it. Thank you for that, Wilbon. No, I, I get where you're coming from. It's weird, isn't it? Like, they're, they're really great. Is it like just one of the things where we've talked about before? There should be a pro wrestling show 
and a WWE show. Yeah. <laughs> and one is where one can live. Like, WWE is where Pretty Deadly and those skits can live. Dynamite and Roddy Strong's house is where they can't. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I've loved the Pretty Deadly ones, and I haven't seen any grief for them either. There have been loads and loads of fun. The extended ones are great. You know the ones they put on the yeah. digital exclusive? They're just as good. I'll go out of the way to watch them, whereas I'd actively try and avoid it on Dynamite. <laughs> like, it's it's a strange thing, but I'll be glad to see them back. And yes, I expect them to be the, the injured brawling brutes. Like, the fact that they're legit injured off a really heavy, hard-hitting brawl, while Pretty Deadly have basically been skiving and good to go for weeks, is mm-hmm. a nice bit as well. Yeah, and uh, just to recreate what they've been doing in the skits of Elton ba- barely being able to get over to a tag, effectively, yeah. and he's been hit with, I don't know, they should do it. They should start with Elton locking up with Ridge. And you know when a strong guy like pushes somebody down off a lockup? Yes. Off that. And he immediately is crawling to make the tag. As if it's a, <laughs> in their mind it's a hot tag where really the match has been going 12 seconds. Yeah. Like, I'd be up for that. They'll have some fun with it. It's going to be good. Uh, finally, as I mentioned, Triple H is going to be on this show. Mm-hmm. Season premiere, obviously. What a day for us to lose the button, by the way. <sighs> he, um, I mean, he's going to be cock of the walk, isn't he? I would imagine so. There'll be a little, there'll be a little dig buried in there. I would, would guess. I mean, I'm, I'm speculating on what he could be doing. I mean, I was there on the Raw after WrestleMania where he came out and went, everything's fine. <laughs> um, and he could come out and just say, "Well, it's SmackDown." Yeah. What do you think it's what his appearance could mean? The announcement, or War Games, mm-hmm. or the raw trade or Jade Cargill obviously we've seen him doing a business with her recently yeah. or is it am I just overthinking this and it's just going to hit me him going you know I competed in quite a few wars in the past <laughs> uh, or just recreate, and I am the game recreate his uh, recreate his uh, me and my friend Mark promo. oh god I hope not do you think it is uh, me and my friend Tony could there be I know we've already booked him in like six different matches could there be a chance that if Roman Reigns is defending his title at Crown Jewel, could it be one of them things where Triple H opens SmackDown to announce that Roman Reigns will defend his title against whoever, and it's like, it's not out of a hat, but it's just, we believe this man is the next challenger and he has a title match or whatever. And then at the end of the show, Roman Reigns is there to acknowledge that he's going to fight so-and-so and then get on to the business of the Jimmy Uso stuff. Okay. You know, like, so it, it can't be right now in the current climate, but like a Logan Paul, let's say it was Logan Paul like last year. Oh, like, and he was where's going, the button? You wanted to press the button there, didn't you? Last year's match was so good, Logan Paul has messaged me and said, I want another chance. I want another chance in the same on the same show, on the same night. And... Ronaldo? Uh, I think I've agreed. Like star of Netflix, David Beckham wants a shot at the Undisputed uh, <laughs> Universe Championship. But you know what I mean? Like just a big time marquee match. I asked someone if they wanted this match, and they didn't say yes. They said, "Sue." <laughs> and I think you know the guy who ripped the shot off is him. It's Triple H. Um, <laughs> bollocks! I'm getting back in the ring. <laughs> it's The Rock. Uh, I like he, he announces the title match. He's friends with the Bloodline, isn't he? Who, Triple H? Yeah, didn't they have the acknowledge yeah. thing at the when start he, um, of Raw after Mania? Yeah, when he introduced the World Heavyweight title, he was like, uh, that thing I said the other week about Roman really smart and not defend his title, he's actually really stupid and here's a new belt. Yeah. So I don't know where he sits within the Bloodline at the moment. I will say, I think that was partially Vince and the TKO takeover and him being like, sorry, which way am I going right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Jade Cargill's an interesting one, I guess. I've had it in my head for a while that Jade Cargill's going to be the trade compensation you yeah you pitched that first um but uh they don't need to do that like there's a free hit there jade cargill could just be assigning and then there still be, could be as you say cody or whoever or a bidding war do the bidding war thing uh yeah actually but like between who adam pierce and adam pierce yeah 
Like he just has to change his different hat on. He just has to change his tie. Yeah. He's kept, even though they're moving away from Fox, um, he's kept the two robots from oh, the draft episodes. Yeah. And then, like, it's the two robots that he sends against each yes, other. Yes, we're going to tell you. A, ro- a robot bloodbath and the winner gets Jade Cargill. What was that? Wasn't that a film? Like Hugh, Hugh Jackman? That's Robot Wars, Wilbur. No, what was the film? They're like, Real Steel. I've not seen Real Steel. It's like, uh, do you like Rocky? Yeah. What if it was the robots? So. Yeah. Who's your favourite um, house robot on Robot Wars? In the in the goated era, I can't comment on anything post about 2002. Yeah, obviously. And, yeah. and I'm not going to let you have kill a lot because it was yeah, a, that's, that's... he was a bit tribal chief, wasn't he? He was a bit like, oh, <laughs> all right, well, he wins every time. Forget you know, it. And it, who, who's the opposite of that? Oh, the ref bot. What a little bitch. Yeah, oh, yeah, we can. I'll piss <laughs> off. Point a cop in Robot Wars. <laughs> yeah, we can. If you want garlic sauce with that. <laughs> Who was it, Sergeant Bash, who had the flamethrower? That's a bit of you, isn't it, that? Because it was him and Deator used to be absolutely who mortal was... enemies because it was just like, you've covered it in fur, what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, it's going to go on fire. Was it um, Matilda that had a chainsaw up its ass? <laughs> <laughs> like it, would, it would back into people with a chainsaw. Oh, oh there's Matilda's arse. <laughs> Matilda's backing it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Robot was coming to WWE. Tick. Honestly, that was you know like you say now, top of the pops yeah. rewind or whatever it's called is, is your Friday night. Yeah, that was my Friday night. I loved. Uh, that, I think it was nine 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 lifesavers on on a Friday night with Michael <laughs> Burke. Nine nine nine. It was great. So, job. Well, what's Michael Burke up to nowadays? Just absolutely. I'm just going to double check. I've not just something terrible. Yeah, uh, just like nonsense poetry from. Uh, oh, thank God he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, nonsense poetry from Craig Charles. Where it's like. Uh, Open your windows, open your doors. You're having lots of fun on Robot Wars. You're running out of rhymes, aren't you? <laughs> I'm a man who can speak from experience now. I don't call them prostitutes. I call them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Should we watch some Robot Wars? Yeah, should we do a Robot Wars reboot? Yeah, okay, right. <laughs> the robot's killing the other robot. Just analyse it as if it was a wrestling show. What is, what Bash, was your, Bash what, can't work. What was your favourite robot that was not a non-house a contender's robot? one. Yeah. Uh, what was the one? Don't uh, say what, but I'm really game. Yeah. See if you can guess mine, because it's, it's the most big Wilborn pick. You. It wasn't Deator. It was, much, it was Deator, wasn't it? Was it? it? Yours has got to be the one. If it's if Deator isn't the one I'm thinking of, with the red fur and the goggly eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's Deator. That's Deator. Right, it has to be Deator. If not that, was the one called, like, Whirly, with a wheel that had a saw and that was a hypnotist wheel? Oh, you've got... Uh, yeah, I remember that one. Was mm. it called Hypno... 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 Disc? Disc, it was yeah. good, it's good, it's good, it's not right. Go on. It was Wheelie Big Cheese. Because <laughs> it like, you know, normally they'd be like, oh, we've, we've, uh, we've threaded this, all top shaggers, we've threaded this <laughs> with a little mechanised Shremec, self-writing mechanism. I like Roadkill. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, and some of them were like, Ray, I think Razor was pretty good. Actually. Razor was, uh, I had a blade, but it was really slow. So it was yeah. like, oh no, I've been trapped by Razor. I've only got five fucking minutes to escape. There was one uh, little later on. There was just a big square and they were like, yeah, it's built like a tank armour. You can't do anything to it. <laughs> the Phoenix Knights where you just see Max and Paddy kicking <laughs> the robot. Kicking a corner with a hammer. No, um, no, most of them were like, uh, and they always got underneath him and he'd like it, like slightly flip it onto its side and it'd be like a turtle and then you'd be like, cease, right? Wheelie Big Cheese, they were like, right, what if we put a flipper? Right, what else do you want on the robot? That's all we want. Um, like, I want, I want, how much, uh, how much NOS do you want? You know what they have in Fast and the Furious? Can you put that under there? And they basically get underneath the robot and instead of just flipping it over, they just send it out of the arena. 
I like the. Uh, it must have been down like the finesse of how you controlled one. But I like how sometimes that like, one would flip one, and then they'd like have it speed away, like a hit and run. <laughs> See you later, and then they'd spin it on the spot. Also, like really complicated. You've built this amazing robot, mm. and you've, you've you know all these amazing technology. Yeah, I'd just be sat there at home going, "You prick! You've driven it over the fire, and they've accidentally destroyed your own robot." Uh, still, it took a little bit. Like I think I must have missed when Robot Wars first started, maybe the first few episodes, and then I tuned in. I finally write Friday night. I'm going to sit down and watch like this Robot Wars that people talk about at school. In my head, it was still like like film robots, like human shaped robots with like boxing gloves on or something. It's like that's real still. That's what you need right. to watch. It's like what the frick is that? It's like a cheese shaped thing with a wheel and like a vet, like one of them bandsaws that you did in D and T at school <laughs> attached to the back. That's rubbish. Like where's where's like C three PO like versus MMA? Like where, that's what I'm after. <laughs> C3PO on the juice. That's oh. <laughs> just jacked. They've built muscles on it for no reason. Well, let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown tonight and let us know your favourite robots from Robot Wars. Triple H's big announcement being uh, SmackDown turning at Robot Wars is going to be good. I'm going to be so disappointed if that's not the case. That's why Fox didn't pick them up. Yeah. They're like, you're doing what with it? USA, take it back. Uh, let us know your thoughts on it. Yikes. Uh, at what culture WWE watch there you can follow both of us you can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet you can follow me at Adam Wilborn you can follow our wonderful producer slash um, what tenant we... what, landlord today what, landlord, like, yeah. 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 Uh, it's Adam Nicholas um, and make sure you subscribe to what culture wrestling wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts me and him will be back later on today to preview AW Collision you've got wrestle culture not live sorry no. building maintenance and all that uh, as well coming up later and right now you can get your hands on tickets to our live show yes buy a ticket they are they're, they're, this is what people say as sales patter but they are going fast there's not that many of them but they are going fast so if you do want a ticket you want to come and see us in Newcastle on a what Tuesday the 21st of November indeed it's going to be all the like usual bullshit we do but even yeah. better so it's because it's going to be a live setting so get tickets to that um, you know I've got setbacks I've got flaws but I think it's funny to be having on robot wars <laughs> whatculture.com forward slash tickets for that uh, but for now my thanks to Michael Hamper thank you for joining us this is me, this might now preview. Yeah. And we'll see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.